Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Velvet Podcast. My name is Connie. I'm a master's graduate. I'm studying clinical psychology, and I'm also the founder, president, and CEO of Velvet. Now, we're going to be hosting this podcast featuring intimate conversations with experts in their field who talk about dating, relationships, romance, culture, and various topics within the psychological discipline. Ranging from insightful and informative to deeply funny and touching, the Velvet Pod is a place you can come to have fun and engage in thoughtful discourse about human connection, relationships, psychology, shared experience, and of course, love. You can expect to hear personal opinions, dating and relationship anecdotes, significant findings and analyses in the fields of psychology, critical theory, gender studies, and media studies, and thought-provoking questions that we'd love for you to answer by sending voice notes to Velvet App through Instagram DM. So that's at Velvet App, at V-L-V-T-A-P-P on Instagram. And your answers and commentary that are forwarded to Velvet through Instagram might just get played and discussed on next week's pod. We can't wait to hear from you. Subscribe now to the pod so you don't miss an episode and follow us on Instagram at Velvet App. That's at V-L-V-T-A-P-P. So I wanted this episode to really be about how Velvet came about, how it was born, where the idea came from, and what our corporation is about, what our ethos is about. But before that, I actually want to launch into something that I'd like to make a custom on the pod, one integral part of our application and of our approach to relationships and how we view love is really through self-awareness and getting to know yourself, getting to know others. And one major part of our application, actually, a part of the bio-building process, is the PIVO questionnaire. So for those of you who don't know much about the PIVO questionnaire, I actually learned of it through James Lipton. I was a big actor studio fan when I was growing up. Bernard Pivot was a French journalist, interviewer, and host of cultural television programs in France. And he came up with this incredible questionnaire that is actually very revealing, very insightful, and allows you to really get deep into the person, who they are, within a matter of not even 10 minutes. And James Lipton clearly approved. James Lipton is the dean of the actor studio over in New York, and he really adopted this questionnaire, and he would ask it of all of his actors and also all of the significant actors who came by the stage to give interviews and to talk about their lives, talk about what inspired their work. But it was really a very personal reflection on the individual. I love this questionnaire. I think it is so insightful. I think it allows you to kind of get little nuggets of who a person is really quickly and you can really understand them. You can grasp them. You can kind of touch them through understanding their answers to this questionnaire. So we implemented it in our application in the bio building process actually. So if you get on our app, www.velvetapp.com, that's V-L-V-T-A-P-P.com, you can actually subscribe to be first on the app And when you build your bio, you're going to have to answer at least five of these next 10 questions to give people an idea of who you are, what you're about, what your values are, and what's important to you. So given that I am doing a solo episode today, I would really like to answer those questions for you so you can get to know me a little bit better. So we start with the first question. What is your favorite word? My favorite word is love. I know that's super corny and super cheesy, but it really is true. I love how it sounds. I love what it means. And uh, hey, we're in the business of love and I'm in the business of love and keeping people together. Whether I was planning my own personal practice in couples therapy and even in matchmaking or whether it's actually scaling this incredible 
application that we have to bring people together and to enhance relationship health. For me, that's what makes the world go round, and that's what I'm really passionate about. I think we need more of it, a lot more. So love is my favorite word. What is your least favorite word? Probably hate for exactly the same reason that love is my favorite word. Again, a little cheesy. What turns you on creatively, spiritually, sexually, or emotionally? So what turns you on in life? I think the best answer to that for me is human connection. Uh, When I'm connecting with someone, when I'm talking to someone, when we're on the same page, when we see each other and understand each other, I really don't believe that there's any better feeling in the world than that. And so that's a really, really big value in my life, my relationships, and connecting with the people who are important to me. Human connection will always turn me on, understanding people, having a great conversation, feeling like you're right there in the pocket with someone, and you're actually connecting and you're getting deep into it. That really wakes me up. What turns you off? For me, entitlement is a huge turnoff. I have worked many different jobs. I've worked pretty much every different job that you can imagine. I've swept floors. I've manned coat closets. I've worked, you know, behind the counter in department stores. I've worked in legal firms and I've worked in doctor's offices, you name it. I've worked every single job, customer service and otherwise, while I was in academia and studying to get my degrees. And I always had a lot of I guess I just didn't understand people who would come into things with the idea of, well, I'm in this role in society, so I'm better than you who's in this role. Or I'm, I have this job and I'm better than you because you're in that job. Um, I really truly believe that everyone is valuable. There are so many jobs to be done in the world. Everyone needs a role. Everyone needs a place. And One person's job is not more valuable than another's. One person is not more valuable than another. Uh, And so I hate that entitlement, particularly on a date. If I see that on a date, I'm heading for the hills. Let's just say that. What is your favorite curse word? Probably fuck, just because it's the best one. Um, You can't get around that. It's the worst one. It's the best one. And it just sounds good. What sound or noise do you love? I love the sound of people I love laughing. People I love laughing makes me very happy. Just the sound of joy and having fun, even people that I don't know, but particularly if it's someone that I have an emotional connection with, to see them happy and lighthearted and laughing and joyful, that sound and that noise is really something that I love. What sound or noise do you hate? Probably animals, crying or in pain or in agony. I'm a big animal person. I cannot listen to an animal crying or making any kind of sound that's not a happy sound. If an animal cries at me, I will give it all the money in my bank account just to make it stop. I will give it all the food. I will give it all the toys. I will sit on the floor and lie down with it. I cannot hear animals crying. So that's the sound or noise that I hate. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? This is a hard one for me because I, growing up, I liked a lot of different things and I had my hands on a lot of different pies. Like I was into theater, I was into music and singing, I was uh, really into debating in high school. I think I would have made an excellent lawyer, actually. Um, I'm very detail oriented, so I, and, you know, confident speaking in front of people. So 
maybe like a lawyer or um, even a doctor. I studied for a long time to be a doctor. That was the path that I was on, a medical doctor, not a, not a psychological doctor. That's the path we're currently on here. But I studied for a long time to go into med school. It was something that, you know, my family wanted for me. And uh, I think I would have been a great doctor, actually. What profession would you not like to do? I would not like to be a podiatrist for obvious reasons. Moving on. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? This one is my favorite question, I think. I think it's so beautiful. And I've thought a lot about it, given that I've been dealing with these questions for a long time and also implementing them in our app. For me, if heaven exists, I would like to hear God say at the pearly gates, well, you wanted a big life, you got one. So like I said, those prompts are going to be part of your biobuilding process if you join our application, which I highly suggest you should. www.velvetapp.com, that's V-L-V-T-A-P-P.com. And you should really do it soon because our first thousand subscribers are going to receive gold membership for free for life on the app. That's equivalent to about $100 a month for free for life. That's a very high value. You don't want to miss out on that. It's going to be truly excellent. Come subscribe. Get on our wait list. We have about 900 people on the wait list right now. So you definitely want to be in that final 100. And if enough people subscribe, we might even bump that number up to 2,000. So don't miss your chance. Now that we've gotten the PIVO questionnaire out of the way and you feel like you know a little bit more about me, I'd really like to talk to you about how Velvet came about, how it was sort of born into the ether through my ideas and in dealing with you know the people in my life, my partners, my business partners, and the champions of this sort of mission. So what originally happened was I was about to graduate from university And I was thinking about what I wanted my clinical practice to be like. So I've always been passionate about love, relationships, and I've always thought that people really don't give relationships their due. They often save, you know, the parts of themselves that are best for their career or their friends. And, you know, after a while in relationships, you wind up taking someone for granted. It's sort of human nature. But I I feel that we really are due a bit of a revolution in terms of how we deal with our relationships given how important they are to our lives. And actually, you know, this this kind of idea and and this approach to relationships has really been validated in the last couple of weeks through Harvard University. For those of you who may not have seen that news, Harvard just published their 85-year-long study. It followed 268 Harvard sophomores, crimson men, from the Great Depression until now. For 85 years, They have been following these gentlemen, looking at all kinds of different variables that actually pertain to their longevity, their life happiness. And what they found was that good genes are great. It's great to have good genes. It's great to have a good diet. It's great to exercise. But the most important factor that led to happiness, health, and longevity, longevity, your actual physical length of life, the number one variable that influenced all this was your relationships. And that's a huge, huge discovery because we want to quantify everything here in, you know, in the West, in this sort of scientific culture that we're in. We want to look at data and we want to figure out what is going to allow us to live happiest and healthy lives. And 
Harvard has actually done it. They have quantified over an 85-year study that the number one aspect of living a happy life and a healthy life and a long life is the quality of your relationships. So I was always very deeply aware of this. The quality of your relationships affects the quality of your life. And, you know, have a toxic relationship in your life, not necessarily romantic, but perhaps one with a parent, perhaps one with a friend, and you realize just how quickly your health, your mental health goes downhill. So being aware of this sort of approach, I really was dedicated in my clinical work and in my work with patients and clients to have a couples therapy and a family therapy practice to allow people to learn how to take care of their relationships, how to nourish them, how to grow them, because that will ultimately lead to happier, healthier, longer life. And I had conducted research in this field, whether it was through Concordia University or just browsing, you know, looking at the breadth of research in this field on my own through all of the incredible resources that were available to me. If you kind of survey the psychological research that's out there on relationships, what you wind up finding is that values compatibility is extremely important. And so is similarity. So in order to have a compatible relationship with someone, what you want to find is intrinsic, consistent values between the two of you. Now, values are intrinsic. They're trans-situational, which means that they don't change depending on the situation you're in. If you're at a church or if you're at an amusement park or if you're at the club, your values are going to be consistent. They're going to be the same because they're really a part of who you are deep down in your core, how you were raised. Uh, what you think about the world, how you think about life, what you think is important, what you value, what you prioritize. And the real secret sauce behind our application is finding values compatibility and matching people together who have similar values. And I always knew that that was the secret sauce. And I wanted to do that in my own personal practice. What I wanted to do was open up a couples therapy clinic, uh, a couples and family therapy practice where I also had a matchmaking service where I created this survey, this questionnaire that measured my client's values, my patient's values. And then I would be able to match them together with people within our network who have the same kind of value profiles and figure out, let's see if we can find these people, their soulmates. That was really my approach. And I had already come up with the survey. I, I actually had amassed over 100 questions to ask in this really in-depth survey. And the more I spoke to people in my life, whether it was my significant other, who is a businessman in his own right, whether it was you know, my friends or people even within the discipline and within the institution that I was in at the time at Concordia University, People really encouraged me, hey, why not take this idea and scale it? Why would you save it for people in your office? Why not bring it to the masses and allow as many people as possible to find love? And that really set the wheels in motion. I think from that idea, within the next two weeks, I had designed the application. I had my business plan. I was ready and raring to go, and I was really excited about this sort of relational revolution that I wanted us to have disguised as a for-profit corporation. And I always say that when I'm pitching because it's true. 
Um, yes, we are a corporation. Yes, we are an application. But to me, the most valuable part about our company is our ethos and our mission, which is to really have a relational revolution in how we approach our relationships. So not only will you find your you know, 100% compatible match on our platform in terms of values compatibility and really feeling like you met your person, kind of finding your tribe, people who, who just get you. But we also offer features on the platform that are going to enable you to increase your mental health, enhance your mental health and your relationship health simultaneously. So once I had that business plan and that design and that idea, it was really off to the races. I wanted to start development as soon as possible and start putting together a really talented team who would not only be completely equipped and ready and excited to build this application with me and to build this company with me, but people who were really in their own right devoted to the same mission of promoting love promoting relational responsibility, honesty, respect, and enhancing emotional intelligence in the population. Another incredible aspect of our application is that when you're on it, as you're kind of going through it and looking at different pages and taking you know, our questionnaire and our survey so that we can find you your compatible matches, your emotional intelligence is actually being heightened seamlessly. And this is another part that I am so passionate about. It's another facet of the design and of the corporation that I'm really, really excited about because no one teaches you how to have relationships or how to be emotionally intelligent throughout your life. Nobody even teaches it to you in school, how to be socially aware, how to be self-aware, how to be emotionally intelligent. These are things that we kind of have to fumble and figure out on our own through our teenage years and into our adult years, and yet they are the biggest determinants of success in relationships, whether that's romantic relationships, whether it's your business relationships and how much money you're making, whether it's your familial relationships and your mental health associated with that, being emotionally intelligent and self-aware, respecting others, being honest, being someone of integrity who knows who they are, what they want, who can communicate it proudly and openly and confidently. These are all elements that are crucial to your success, not only in relationships, but in the world. And I just never understood how that wasn't taught to us in school, how, you know, we learned math, we learned geography, but we never actually learned how to deal with people, how to deal with ourselves. And part of this technology, part of this app that we're building is going to enhance your relationship, not just with others, but with yourself as well. It'll enhance your emotional intelligence. It's going to make you emotionally smarter, more socially intuitive, more socially aware, and more aware of yourself, your desires, what you need, more able to communicate those things. And then once you have that relationship or those relationships that you prioritize in your life, we have features that are going to help you keep it. We are there for you every step of the way. Velvet is an app that supports you forever, throughout your entire life, throughout your entire lifespan. We follow you from sign up to your matches to relationships, and hopefully to your forever person. And then once you find that person on our platform, we're going to help you keep them. Other dating apps are designed to be deleted. You hate it, you hop on, you hop off, you hate it, you hop off, you hate it, you go back on. It's an exhausting merry-go-round. And ultimately, you know, another thing that I always tell, you know, my investors and potential investors is that dating apps 
are wonderful. They have supplied to us this technology and this ability to connect on an exponential level. And that is amazing. We can't take anything away from that. They really set the groundwork for this exponential kind of connection. See hundreds of people in a day. You could swipe on hundreds of people in a day, and that's really exciting. But what they failed to do was they did not also deliver with that exponential technology the tools that humans need, the tools that we need to sustain those relationships, to know how to pick which relationships are worth our time, and to nourish our relationships, to grow our relationships. They did not deliver the emotional intelligence necessary to actually grow our relationships, to actually pick the right ones. And that's why Velvet is a relationship app. And by that, we don't mean it's just for people in relationships. And you know, on that note, I'll just round out the podcast and this episode by talking a bit about the kind of culture that we live in and how we do put relationships on the back burner in favor of other things. And I know I touched on this a little bit earlier on in the half hour, but what I will say is we live in a very individualistic culture here in the West, here in Canada, here in the United States, where we're constantly sort of sold this this narrative and this lie, quite honestly, that being alone is what's going to make you strong. Being an individual is what's going to make you better. Sitting at home alone and, and being by yourself is actually strength building. I'm here to tell you, there is absolutely no way that one can know oneself without others. Human beings, we need human connection. We need relationships. Human beings need three things, water, food, and relationships. We need social connection. There's a reason why the greatest punishment you can get in a prison is to be thrown in isolation. So my whole approach to relationships, and hopefully, hopefully Velvet can revolutionize this for the world, is to prioritize them and to make them as important as your other needs, to make them as important as your other requirements that you are going through day to day thinking, oh, all these are much more important than dealing with my relationship with my significant other or my kid or my friend that I haven't spoken to in a while. We're going about things in the wrong way based on this narrative of individualism. We only do know each other and know ourselves relationally. And, you know, like I said, the data is coming out now. Thank you, Harvard, for publishing that wonderful study because it really is starting to enlighten people to how significant relationships are, how important they are, and how no one should be leaving them on the back burner. No one should be disregarding them or hurting those in their lives because ultimately it can impact your health, your happiness, and your longevity. It will literally impact your life. Thank you so much for listening. This has been episode one of the Velvet Podcast. I am so excited to launch into further episodes. I can't wait to talk about so many different topics with all of you. I'm thrilled that you're here with me. I'm happy to take you on this ride as we grow this company, this corporation, as we build this app. We are so excited to make something that is going to be useful and that's going to enhance your lives. It's what we're passionate about. We want more love in the world. We want more connection. We want more health and happiness and longevity. And we can't wait to help deliver it to you.